ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Speak Life. My name is Marty Layton. I'm your host, and I am ordained as a prophet, and I have been for many years now. And uh, as for me, you know, some people ask, well, <clears throat> what's your history, and how do you become a prophet, and that sort of thing? Well, for me, I got born again when I was uh, five years old under Catherine Coleman's ministry, and uh, I was filled with the Holy Spirit uh, and prophesying since I was about 12 years old. <clears throat> and uh, and then later I uh, w- connected with uh, Dr. Bill Hammond, who is now Bishop Bill Hammond, and, uh, and, and I was licensed and ordained at 17 uh, with Dr. Sharon Stone and then uh, later with Bishop Bill Hammond. And uh, so I've got a lot of years of um, prophetic ministry and uh, a lot of years of walking with the Lord, and it's an honor and it's a privilege always to be uh, with you in this broadcast, and I want to thank you for tuning in uh, today, and thank you for being a part of this great gathering of God's great warriors from all around the nation and all around the world. We've got people watching uh, from so many nations now, and they connect with us week after week uh, through instant message and... uh, emails and what have you, but uh, I believe one thing for sure, God is in the house tonight, amen? God is in this place, and uh, so I just wanted to pray. I want to start tonight off with prayer, and uh, so if you're ready, Father, as we've gathered here today in your name, in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, we know that truth always prevails, regardless of what the world's situations may look like. We know that truth always prevails, and light always overcomes darkness. And great Father, King of glory, we stand before you tonight, uh, just as great men of old did. And we are able to stand in this place today because of your mercy. We offer up to you our deepest affection. We bow before your throne of grace that exonerates and absolves us, removing all guilt and all shame. And we cling to the cross that delivers us. And we stand with open hands and open hearts at your mercy, Father. For without you, we are without life, we are without breath, and we are without faith. So give us grace upon grace this day to keep our hearts, the heart of your ecclesia, your warriors, your champions, your ruling authority as your ambassadors. Keep our hearts to you, Father. Kings and priests is who you call us, unto you, Father. Keep our hearts in a holy consecration to you, to you, Jesus, the Holy One. Let our eyes see again that, that cross where the blood of Jesus, the blood of sprinkling, was shed for us. And now that precious blood speaks of better things for us than the blood of Abel. Remove from our hearts, Father, all sin consciousness, and remove from our hearts all division and all discord. And Father, in America the Beautiful, where there's been such a fragmenting and a divide, a dividing and a, and a discord, don't let your church be affected by it. Call us together in unity and in one accord again. Remove every stench of disdain and discord in this nation and in the nations of the earth. Your word says in Romans 12.10 that we are devoted to tenderly loving our brothers and our sisters as members of one family, attempting to outdo ourselves in respect and honor of one another. Father, bring us to that place. We can do all these things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us because, Lord, it's your grace that is sufficient for us and it is your blood that has made us perfect. And so, Father, tonight we present ourselves before you not as weak men and women, but as kings, kings and priests, kings of the royal blood family of Almighty God. Let that blood speak for us, Lord. In every form of darkness, let it be disintegrated and destroyed from your people and from this land, and let the light of Christ 
break and destroy all darkness. And let that rain that we have been experiencing, the, the abundance of your rain, let it remove all barrenness and death and fertilize our lives again, that we would become fruitful again for you. This is our prayer today, Father, as we stand in this holy place and we receive a greater blessing from you today. We decree and we declare we are coming all the way through this transition in unity and we are coming into everything you've prepared for us to walk in. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we receive of the goodness of God right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. That powerful. Listen, God spoke to Abraham and said, I will bless you and you will be a blessing. David wrote in Psalm 18 and verse 9, God bowed down the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet. Now imagine God bowing down to come and bless you and crush darkness under his feet. As you may think, I can't imagine a king or any royalty bowing down to someone, but God did bow down. And he came down to our level through Christ Jesus at the cross. And he gave us the greatest gift of all. And God gave the most beautiful gift of all to us, his son, to bring heaven down to us. And he did bring heaven to us. But heaven brought down to us in covenant, in covenant with us. And he is a blessing for you today, not just for you and not just for your house, but like that uh, blessing that he gave to Abraham so that you would be blessed and that you would be a blessing also and that this blessing would go through you into others. And he told Abraham, I'll bless you so that you'll become a blessing and the blessing will flow through you into all the earth. You know, Joel chapter 3 and verse 10, it says, Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears and let the weak say, I am strong, I am a warrior. In other words, he's saying, take what you're working for and what you're working with and use it as a weapon against your enemy like a great warrior. And that includes, by the way, your finances gained through your pruning hooks and your plowshares. As you bless others, you're engaging in financial warfare. No longer weak, but strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the bound say, I am free. Amen. Prophesy and decree as a king, the exact opposite of what the the enemy's assault has been. We are strong. We are warriors. We are blessed. We are wealthy. We are prosperous. Psalm 112 says, wealth and riches are in the house of the righteous. We are free. Amen. You've got to prophesy these things and decree them out there. You know, just this morning as I was praying and Waking up and seeking the Lord. Uh, You know, I seek the Lord every day. Early in the morning, I'll rise up and seek him, like David said. And uh, I was seeking the Lord specifically for the broadcast, and and really I had uh, thoughts, but nothing. And uh, by the way, this broadcast is growing each week. And uh, But I asked the Lord exactly what I should share, because I really had no, uh, nothing pulled together. Uh, Lord, what do you want me to share about? What do you want me to teach? And I heard the Lord say, tell my people, you are making it through the transition. You are making it through the transition. You know, change can be very difficult, sometimes extremely difficult, but also how how necessary it is in order for you to be fulfilled and for his destiny to be performed in your life. Change. We used to do services where we would put, uh, have everybody bring as much coin, as many coins as they could, and we'd pour it out on the ground, and we would walk through the change together. And uh, maybe we'll do that again at some point. But, uh, you know, no matter what your age is, I want you to know uh, you are about to walk in to fullness, and uh, you're going to be fulfilled uh, in fulfilling your destiny, God has got you has got you in a setup and not a setback, 
And uh, so don't give up. You're making it through the transition. That's what the Lord spoke to me. You are making it through the transition. And then the Lord reminded me of Isaiah 43, verses 2 and 3. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. And when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. And listen, God is walking with us and leading us through this transition and this change, and you're going to make it into the destiny God has for you in this new season. Amen. God has another chapter that he's writing and another uh, uh, another season that is opening up to you now. I also heard in my spirit many people praying for God to just go ahead and take them home now. You know, I heard the Lord say this uh, as, as I heard those words while I was praying. I heard the Lord say, it's not your time to go home now. I am making you lie down in green pastures beside the still water, which is why you've been in the position and the place that you've been in. But now I will cause you to arise with a new anointing for this new day of destiny that I've called you to. Now, I know that's a word for many of you, but I want to encourage you, do not be weary in well-doing, for in due season, or really just at the right time, you shall reap if you faint not. Do not faint. Don't grow weary in doing well. God has been organizing and orchestrating things for you. Amen? Listen, Isaiah 43 continues to prophesy the word of the Lord to us, saying, these armies of the enemies, these these armies of power that have been brought down, they shall not rise again. And then in verses 18 and 19, it says, Do not remember the former things, nor even consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. How many of you know God is ready to do something new in our lives. Amen. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Haven't I been prophesying this to you already? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers flow in the desert. Listen, I just believe God is doing something incredible right now. And some people say, well, uh, Brother Marty, you're just an eternal optimist. You just... You just see that things that way. Listen, I see them that way because I've been uh, young and now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken and I've never seen his seed begging for bread. I'm telling you, God is doing something in the midst of this. I've been alive long enough to know what I'm talking about. God is not going to let the enemy go much further before he jerks the knot out of his chain and begins to pull things back in line and The axe will come to the root of those things. Amen. Remember when God spoke to Ezekiel and he said, can these dry bones live? You know, in these times, we've got to prophesy to that which looks like it has died in our lives and in our nations, uh, but it needs to live. Amen. We need to prophesy to those dry bones. Ezekiel's answer to God was, God, only you know the answer to that question. Think about this for a minute. When you pray, do you focus on the present state of the living and the future state of of the dead or the present state of the dead and the future state of the living? In other words, prophesy to dry bones. When I prophesy, I look on the present state of the dead, but I see and I focus on the future state of the living, because what is dead today, spiritually, financially, relationally, on and on, it it can all be brought back to life. Amen? Listen, there is resurrection power in your mouth. The power of life and death is in the tongue, and those who, who, those who understand that will enjoy the fruit of that. And so we have to understand that's the whole concept of this broadcast, speak life. Uh, So God was asking uh, 
Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? God's asking the church the same thing today. I know you're looking at situations that look like they are dead and gone and, and buried and forget about it. But listen, you've got to look past all of that. You've got to look beyond that. Look at what God can do. And, and, and God has given you the authority and the power as his ecclesia. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Every tongue of judgment that rises up against you will be condemned. The gates of hell shall not prevail against you. You've got to begin to look past what things look like and look to God. These things can be brought back to life spiritually, financially, relationally, ministerially. Doesn't matter what it looks like at the moment. By the way, when God does ask a question, it's not because he doesn't know the answer, but rather he's searching the hearts of his ecclesia, his church, for someone he can supply the answer to. Someone who will have the spiritual perception and the faith to pray and prophetically decree. Is that you? Is that you? Are you someone that whose heart is open to the God of the impossible, doing the impossible through you and with you? Tonight I'm going to teach on the impossible is possible. Well, how can you say that? Because that's what the Word of God says, and the power of His Word will never go away. It shall endure forever. <clears throat> In Mark chapter 9 and verse 23, Jesus said, Everything is possible for one who believes. You know, the, the old quote is Walt Disney. He said, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. In other words, he's saying the same thing Jesus said. Everything is possible if you'll just believe. You've got to believe God. Don't believe in some fairy tale. Believe God. God wants to see what He wants us to see what He sees. He wants us to hear what He hears. Proverbs says the seeing uh, the seeing eye and the hearing ear. God is the creator of both of them. And well, God, I don't know that I can see anything. Well, listen, God wants to open your eyes to see. Well, I don't know if I can hear what God is saying. God wants to open your ears to hear. He wants you to see what He sees and hear what He is saying. Amen. You've got to have his perception, his perspective. Amen? You know, I'm watching uh, some of the names uh, that are watching right now, and uh, I, I can't see everybody, uh, but Lisa Ferris, the Spirit of the Lord says, I have had you in the whirlwind, and uh, there is a change that is coming to your household, a change that is coming to your family. And it is my change, says the Lord. And I'm going to bless you. I'm going to do you good. And I want you to have an expectation of my hand of mercy and my hand of grace to do for you like I did before, to do for your family like I've done in the past for you, and to show my goodness to you in the land of the living. And I will bless you, and I will cause you to rise above these challenging circumstances. I did take you through a test, says the Lord. It was a time of testing. It was a time of checking you out to see if you would still believe in the word of the Lord, if you would still believe in the prophetic, and you stood the test of time, and you still believe me regardless of what it looked like. And now, says the Lord, I'm opening up the door and causing my blessing to begin to parade into your life, and you will see the goodness of God in the land of the living, saith the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, for many of you, I hear this word, your camels are about to come in. You know, when uh, Solomon went through a time of testing, he spoke with uh, the queen of Sheba. And she said, you know, I had to come see it for myself, but <clears throat> the half of it hasn't even been told to me. And when I see the excellency of all your servants and all the, the way that you handle things, you know, the, the, God looks at how you handle everything. He looks at how you manage resources. He looks at uh, how you handle 
uh, uh, everyday life. And he's looking for that spirit of excellence in everything you say and do. He's looking for the operation of his wisdom. Now, uh, Jesus, the Bible says Jesus has become to us wisdom, righteousness, redemption, and salvation. Uh, but the wisdom of God that uh, Solomon operated in, you have that. You have it and, and then some. You have the mind of God himself. You have the mind of Christ. And so we have to learn to put on the mind of Christ and operate in that. And that's why that campaign years ago was so strong. What would Jesus do? WWJD. Uh, it, to me, it was a challenge. Will you operate in the mind of Christ? Will you operate in the mind of God? Will you think like God thinks? Uh, but listen, Solomon, he was being tested uh, by the queen of Sheba. And she tested him, the Bible says, with hard questions. And he went through this time of testing where, he, uh, and many of you have gone through a time of testing where you said, why am I still being tested in these areas? Haven't I done enough? Everything is excellent. Everything is, is good. Everything is in place. Uh, but listen, God will still take you through that testing process, just like he did Solomon. And he used the Queen of Sheba to do it. Uh, but at the end of the hard questions, she opened the door and he could see beyond her was a train of camels bringing in riches and wealth untold. So great a wealth, <clears throat> it was almost incalculable. For many of you, there is a blessing coming, blessing upon blessing upon blessing. Hear the word of the Lord tonight. Your camels are coming in. This is a season of God bringing in camels of blessing into your life, one blessing after another, after another, after another. And I believe before this year is out, you're going to see some sudden uh, uh, breakthroughs and blessings that are going to shock your life. Amen. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, I'm about to breathe life into many things and many places where the enemy has spoken death over and you, uh, over you and over your nation. But you will see a sudden and a stunning, stunning reversal, says the Lord, and my blessing will begin to overwhelm every situation with resurrection life and light, says the Lord. Amen. Listen to this prophet. I'm extremely excited about this new season of life. I'm extremely excited about what God is about to do. You're going to see God in full operation in our nation, in the nations of the earth, in your life personally. I want to encourage you to write out impossible requests, desires of your heart that you think are so far out of reach, there's just probably no way that thing could happen. And boldly ask God, ask that you would receive, seek that you would find, knock that the door would be open unto you, boldly pray and declare as the Lord leads you into this new season of life and as you begin to see the camels coming to you. Amen? Amen. If we were in a church building, I would say turn to your neighbor and say the impossible is possible. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> the impossible is possible. You know, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, many people are familiar with this, but I want you to try to hear this again fresh. Now unto him that is able. <clears throat> now unto him that is able to do not just above all that we ask or think, not just abundantly above all that we ask or think, but to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. In the Greek, it's the word hooper ek parasos, three words, exceeding abundantly above, hooper ek parasos. <clears throat> this was written during the, um, the beginning of the Olympiad, uh, the Olympics that, that we know today it was it came from uh, the Greek culture. 
And uh, so the the term Hooper ek Parasos was a common term in that day around the Olympic athletes. In other words, it was the record-setting and record-breaking terminology. And so whatever the record is of great things that God is able to, that you see in your heart as God is able to do this, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above record-breaking uh, mind-blowing uh, 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 blessings above and beyond all that you could possibly ask, all that you could possibly think, and that that word is to dream or imagine. Uh, so whatever you've been imagining, whatever your biggest, deepest, strongest dream is, unto him who is able to do hooper ek parasos, Breaking the record, breaking records, new record setting uh, blessings above and beyond all that you could possibly dream or imagine, according to his power that is at work within you. The impossible is possible. God is a greater God than what you have known or imagined, and God stands ready to blow your mind with the display of his power and his might. And I believe prophetically, this is what God has been showing me. This is what we are all about to see. I believe before this year is out, we're going to see the the word of the Lord decreed that we've been decreeing begin to open up and happen this year. You know, when you prophesy at the beginning of the year, it takes a little bit of time for that word to begin to manifest. It's like a seed that goes into the soil and dies, and it doesn't look like anything's going to happen. But down beneath the soil where anybody can see, there's something happening. And I want you to know behind the scenes, there are things that God has been up to. He's been at work. His angels have been on assignment. There are things that are moving. There are are things that are changing. There are things that are happening. And so just like that seed beneath the soil, it falls to the ground and dies, but something happens. The exterior begins to break open, and life begins to come out of that dead seed. Resurrection life. I'm telling you, we are about to see uh, the manifestation of God's power and resurrection life like never before. But those prophetic words that have been decreed at the beginning of the year are starting to come full term now. I believe we've entered into a time of God's unprecedented favor on our lives, making things come together like we have not known before. Are we in tumultuous times? Yes! You'd have to be blind not to see that. But let me just tell you, those things are not going to touch the church. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 by your right hand, but it will not come near you. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High God. I believe that in a New Testament interpretation is in Christ. And I believe we are in the year of reversals, the year of the turnaround, the year of the camels coming coming back to you now. And we are at the breaking point of the breakthrough. I believe we are at the turning point. Amen? And this verse says that God is able. He's able to do things uh, for us that we never, ever dreamed even possible. I don't know how many of you uh, were there this past Sunday, but it was such a powerful service at LifePoint Church, and I want to invite you to come out this Sunday at 4 p.m. for our Father's Day service. We just have uh, such a powerful time when we gather together. We had the power go out this past Sunday. Uh, it, It was like the enemy tried to shut us down. We heard this loud boom. Lightning struck the the uh, transformer outside of the church building, and all the power went down. But we had one circuit that stayed active, and uh, my amazing son in love, 
Mike Tramali, he found that circuit and connected a portable PA uh, to that one circuit. And I was, we were able to still have a, a, a powerful service anyways. And God began to move in power. And many people received many prophetic words, life-changing anointing in the building. God showed up in a powerful way. Uh, and, and he showed off in a big way. And I'm excited to see uh, what he'll do this Sunday. Now, the power's back. Uh, things are fine. But uh, I, I want to encourage you, and I want to invite you out this Sunday, 4 p.m. at Life Point Church at 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Now, we weren't even able uh, to stream last Sunday because the power shut everything down. And uh, we have been fighting through... Uh, uh, being ghosted and being, uh, you know, whatever they call it, uh, when you are throttled or whatever online, we've been battling those battles and, and, and you know, they do everything they can to, to shut us down. Uh, but we press through anyways. And we, you know, they, we have every music license and copyright, uh, capabilities that you can possibly purchase, but still they, shut us down they try to get uh verification and and uh, of all these things and it's just an an annoyance kind of thing uh but that's just the enemy trying to stop us and he cannot stop us and so i want you to know regardless of what the enemy tries to do we are here and we're going to continue to be here and nothing can stop the church we are the unstoppable army of god amen but I'm excited to see what God's going to do this Sunday at 4 p.m. at Life Point Church. I'm excited to see what God's going to do as he moves uh, through the rest of this year through his ecclesia. And God begins to establish his church in his fullness. Amen. The word power here in this verse, uh, according to the power that works within us, is the word dunamis. And we get our word dynamite from that word, and it means explosive power. Have you ever seen a stick of dynamite? It's like the, the, they light the fuse, and we had these uh, M80s when I was a kid, and that's supposed to be like a quarter of a stick of dynamite. And so it didn't take us very long to figure out that you, you tape four of them together, <laughs> and you've got a stick of dynamite equivalent. And, uh, and so we used to have these M80s. Uh, but we'd, we'd uh, light these long fuses and we'd watch that fuse burn all the way down uh, right to that red uh, uh, exterior and we'd toss it. And it seemed like it would get where, wherever we tossed it and it wouldn't go off. But then out of nowhere, you weren't expecting it. As soon as you expected it to not go off, it would explode. And that's... <clears throat> what this word dunamis means, <clears throat> when you least expect it, the explosive power of God shows up. In other words, there's a great power from God at work on the inside of you and inside of the church. And you may not expect it at this moment, but God is about to explode with resurrection power. He's about to explode with dunamis power that causes things to come to pass that you've never imagined or ever dreamed or thought of. That's what that verse is saying. And I believe we've entered into this time of God activating this into a greater level of manifestation in the church. It is an explosive time of breakthrough. It is an explosive time of, of the church suddenly in stunning, stunning ways breaking through because he is the God of the impossible made possible. How many of you can just uh, grab hold of that today and, and just declare this with me? God, bring this to pass in my life on a greater level in this new season. I mean, just say that. Bring this to pass in my life on a greater level in this new season. Amen. This is the year of great reversals. The year that the camels come home with all your blessings, a year of fullness being released in your life. And I believe we're going to see through the rest of this year more and more and more of this 
active and flowing in our lives. And I know this is June, and God has had a lot to say about the months of June and July, but there's still six and a half months left of this year, and we're going to see a lot more. And I want to stir up the word of the Lord inside of you. Stir up your vision. Stir up the gift of God within you. Stir up. Fan it into a flame. Believe that God is the God of the impossible. And he has no limitations on him. And there's no limitations with his people. And you need to understand that God wants to blow your mind with impossible things becoming possible. He wants to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask, think, or imagine. He wants to blow your mind with the fulfillment of impossible things. He's a great father, and he wants to show you his great power and his great love. He's going to give you the desires of your heart. He's going to bless you the way that his word says he would bless you. And even though it may seem like it's the fourth day and it looks like all hope is lost, Jesus is showing up now and prophesying to your impossible situation, Lazarus, come forth. Amen? It ain't over. Dry bones come back to life. Amen? Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask, think, or imagine according to the power that works in us. This means it is beyond your current comprehension. That's mind-blowing power. That's beyond your thinking, beyond your thoughts, beyond the thinking of your mind and into the mind of God. I believe that the Lord is causing us to stretch out in our faith even further. And I believe uh, for what everybody else says is impossible. You got to believe it. It may seem entirely out of the realm of possibility to so many, but narrow is the path. Amen. I don't walk the broad path. I walk the narrow path with the Lord. It may seem entirely impossible for so many people, and it doesn't matter. He is the God of the impossible, and, and, and not only can he, but he will, and he is turning it around for you. And he'll turn it around for you every time. Stay the course. Stir up your faith. Build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in tongues, praying in the Holy Spirit. You're not going down. You're not going to crash and burn. You may have gone through some stuff the first part of this year, but Jesus said in Matthew eleven twelve, the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent rise up and they take it by force forcefully advancing the kingdom. That means we keep forcefully advancing. No matter the issues we've faced or the challenges that we've been through, I'm tired of taking inventory of of past uh, challenges. I'm looking forward and I'm pressing forward for the blessing of the Lord. He said it. I believe it. That settles it. And I'm going to decree it and I'm going to declare it until I see it manifested in my life. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 23, it says, let us hold fast to our confession or our declarations and our decrees of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. And you know, I just, I like to stop and say that out loud. Every time I read that he who promised is faithful. He who promised is faithful. He who promised is faithful. And then it says, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. In other words, some people are getting so discouraged, they're stopping, they're not continuing to go to church. Let us consider one another, not just be concerned about yourself. But listen, God is faithful who promised. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Let's challenge each other. Let's let's let iron sharpen iron. Let's uh, uh, encourage each other. You know, the, the definition, the biblical definition of the gift of prophecy, I'm not talking about the office of a prophet. I'm talking about the gift of prophecy that is in the Holy Spirit. And if you've got the Holy Spirit, you've got the nine gifts uh, of the Holy Spirit within you, the nine manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Uh, but for for some, you're going to have 
more of a flow of one gift or two or three gifts, but particularly God wants you to stir up the gift of God by speaking in tongues in order that you may prophesy is what scripture says. But prophecy is for edification, exhortation, and comfort. That's the gift of prophecy, not the office of a prophet, but the gift of prophecy is for edification, exhortation, and comfort. That's right in the book. And I'm telling you, I'm straight in the book right now. It says, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. In other words, encourage each other, prophesy edification, exhortation, and comfort to one another. Give each other words, uh, prophetic words from God. God is a speaking God. He wants to speak to you for somebody else too. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another. That's the prophetic. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. This is why I get so uh, stirred up about prophecy and the prophetic anointing. exhorting one another. The church is called to prophesy to each other. We're called to prophesy in the marketplace. We're called to prophesy uh, to the down and outers and the up and up and outers. I I prophesied to somebody famous just this week. I'm telling you, famous, wealthy people need the word of the Lord, just like the guy on Skid Row needs the word of the Lord. Everyone needs the word to hear the voice of the Lord, the voice of their father, exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. God is the God of the impossible. Let me just tell you, Bishop Hammond used to tell us, uh, garbage in, garbage out. No deposit, no return. Remember those old uh, soda bottles they would have on the side of the soda bottle? It would say, no deposit, no return. And uh, you had to put it, if you didn't put a deposit on it, you couldn't return it for the deposit to come back. And it's the same thing with the Word of God. You've got to keep depositing the Word of God into your spirit so that there's a return that comes from that Word. When, you, when God is ready to give somebody a word of encouragement, You've got the word hidden in your heart, ready to flow, amen, and out of your belly will flow rivers of living water uh, that'll, that'll water the thirsty and parched and dry brothers and sisters and lands all around you. God is faithful. He is faithful, and he, the God who made the promise is faithful. God is faithful who made impossible promises. And we keep encouraging each other. We're going to make it, and we're going to make it together. And keep on encouraging each other more and more and more. Listen, never missing church. Never forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Never missing church. COVID came through uh, uh, like like a bad storm and knocked so many people off the edges that they quit coming to church. But I'm telling you, once the the storms of life start hitting again and you realize you need to be anchored on the rock and built upon the rock, people start coming back to church. Uh, But you don't have to wait for the storm to come. Just come now. Amen. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Because there are those who really love you and need you are counting on you and they are in the house of God. Amen. Some people think the Bible uh, is the authoritative word on everything but prosperity. They say they believe the Bible and they believe God for the impossible, but when it comes to applying the word of God for financial matters and financial breakthrough and financial increase, listen, you're either going to believe the Bible and and that the Bible is the inerrant word of God that is incapable of being wrong, uh, or you're going to believe something somebody else said. <clears throat> so if you're going to believe that the Bible is the inerrant word of God, then you have to believe the part about prosperity too. Give, and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running, up, running over. God will pour through others upon your life. Impossible prosperity. 
Listen, it's in the Bible. If you're going to believe the Bible, then you've got to believe that God wants you to be the head and not the tail, above only and never beneath. Bless coming in, bless going out. I, beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and that you would be in good health even as your soul prospers. If there's two areas of life we need to put our faith into action in, uh, it's wealth and health at all times. You need to keep your faith stirred up on wealth and health at all times. And if you're going to believe the Bible, Jesus said, Jesus said, give, and God will cause impossible financial breakthrough to come to you. And he's going to use people to give to you. And it's not from people, it's from God. It's not from your employer giving you that raise. It's God causing increase to come to you because you are faithful to give. Let me tell you, someone's limitations are not God's limitations. And you may have years of sowing seeds show up in an impossible situation with impossible miracle harvest. Don't think God can't bless you no matter how tough things may seem in the world around you. God is not limited to this world's economy. He didn't check with Pharaoh before he said, I want you to go to all your neighbors uh, children of God, and borrow all their wealth from them. He didn't check with Pharaoh. No, he just said, this is what's going to happen. The economy is going to shift in favor of my people. God is unlimited in how he can bless you. God can open up so many channels of blessing that you never even knew existed. And when God blesses you, be faithful to God with your financial covenant and stay faithful in tithes and offerings. Don't get so blessed that you stop being a blessing. Some people want to receive but have trouble giving tithes when God comes through for them. I can't even count how many times people have said, please pray that this deal goes through and I'll be sure to remember God and give tithes and offerings on this. Only to see the breakthrough and then they don't follow through. God sees that. You know, that's part of the test. Then they begin to set limits on God. Because if, if, if you won't be faithful in the little, God won't make you ruler over much. And you think that's a big blessing. That's nothing compared to what God can do. Amen? Jesus said all of this, and that's in the Bible too. And like manna in the wilderness, you've got to, to tithe when you receive or it'll go sour and spoil. You can't hang on to it. God wants to bless his people with biblical blessings uh, that are constants and and not all this up and down stuff you got to get your eyes off the employer get your eyes off the money and get your eyes on jehovah jireh on the source of your blessing el shaddai he's your source he's more than enough you're not limited by what someone can pay you you're not limited if you're obeying jehovah jireh you know god has so many streams of blessing so many ways to bless you that whenever you break out of the limitations and change your thinking and put on the mind of Christ, start trusting God with biblical financial economics. Trust God fully with your finances. You'll find out God is not limited. He's the God of the impossible, and his desire is to bless you. Uh, Psalm thirty-five twenty-seven. David wrote, Let the Lord be magnified, who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Servants don't just do whatever they want to do. They do what their master requires of them. And Jesus said, you're either going to become a servant of God, or you're going to become a servant of mammon, a servant of money. But you can't serve two masters, because you'll end up despising God and loving money. And that's where the church has got to get it right. I've been young, and now I'm older. Not old, but older. <laughs> And I've never seen the righteous forsaken, and I've never seen his offspring, his seed, begging for bread. You have to get this right and break out of the limitations of your mind and trust God. God will not only bless you with mind-blowing prosperity, but he'll bless your children, he'll bless your grandchildren, he'll bless your great-grandchildren to a thousand generations, your seed for generations. So stop limiting God. Uh, what the past has said to you and, and begin to see the future 
through the wisdom of God. Stop looking at what is dead right now and begin to see what can come to life. Amen? Amen. We are pretty much out of time. Uh, and I just want to encourage some of you. You know, God is about to cause so many reversals, so many turnarounds, so many things are about to happen for the people of God. It is going to be mind-boggling to so many. This is the word of the Lord. You can pray and, and pray in faith and decree the word of God and begin to see miracles. Amen. God wants to do miracles. We've lost that word in our society. We've lost it in our culture. Miracles, signs, wonders, and miracles. God wants you to rise up and step out in your faith and break out of limited thinking. He's the God of uh, no limits, no limit blessing. Amen. Listen, this is the day the Lord has made. David wrote that. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. <clears throat> the word there is for day. It, it, the definition of that word is this is a new season. This is a new epoch of time. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and let us be glad in it. And then the very next verse David wrote these words, send now prosperity. Amen? Send now prosperity. You know, when you think about Peter in the boat with the 11 other disciples, and Jesus comes walking on the water, only Peter said, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come. And Peter walked on the water. He did the impossible. And the only other person in the Bible that did the impossible like that was Jesus. Amen? And so let's ask God for the impossible. Ask him for hard things. Be the one, uh, one out of 12, that rises up and says, I'm going to walk on the water with Jesus. Some people, all they're going to see is a ghost. And they're going to cry out in fear, it's a ghost. But listen, Peter said, I can do miracles too. I believe it. I believe what Jesus said. I can walk on water. Remember when Jesus uh, showed up and, and the disciples had fished all night long. And Jesus said, I, I've, got some, uh, I've got an inside tip for you. Cast your net on the other side. Peter was the one that said, you know what? All these boats belong to me. Uh, and we're we're putting it all away now, but I'll cast the net out anyways. That's your word. And he did, and it was a net-breaking harvest. He tested it just like he tried getting out of the boat and walking on water. How far will you go in believing God? Will you lengthen your, your cords and strengthen your stakes? Will you... Uh, prepare your heart for the impossible to be made possible and just step out of the boat and walk on the uh, walk on the water with God will you believe God can do impossible things would you believe with uh, with us that God can break you out of those limitations and break you into the blessing of the Lord like you've never known before i believe God's ready to do it amen you know I want to encourage you, come out this sat this Sunday, 4 p.m. I want to prophesy over more people this weekend. This is Father's Day weekend. I believe the Father has some words for some people, some words of encouragement, some accurate words that are going to just stir you up and cause you to walk in a greater level of blessing than you've ever known. Amen. Amen. I'm going to continue this teaching. Uh next Friday. And uh, I want to thank you for standing with us and supporting the work of the Lord right here. And thank you for standing with this prophet. I believe if you'll go through scripture, you can see in just one day, everything turns around for the people of God. It's just one day, actually the peace of one day. And, uh, you know, there's so many accounts 
of the people of God seeing everything turn around in just one day. Lazarus was in the grave for four days. And on the fourth day, everybody had given up. And Jesus never gave up. And he said, I'm going to show you something you've never seen before. And he began to to walk over to the grave, and then he cried. And the shortest verse in the Bible is, Jesus wept. Jesus wept. The second shortest verse in the Bible, by the way, just for uh, contrast, is, remember Lot's wife. Three words, remember Lot's wife. What, what was the deal with Lot's wife? Well, Lot's wife kept looking back. And she kept looking back, and because she kept looking back, she was turned into a pillar of salt. Well, you can either be on the Jesus wept verse or the remember Lot's wife verse. (laughs) Stop looking back. Start looking into the future. Prophesy to the dry, dead bones. That's what Jesus did at Lazarus' grave. He said, Lazarus, come forth. How did he do it? He just spoke life. That's what we're encouraging you to do. Speak life. Prophesy to dead bones. Declare a mountain be removed and cast into the sea. Know that the faith of God's inside of you. And when you decree a thing, it'll be established unto you and light will shine upon your ways. I believe God is initiating an economic turnaround right now. I believe we're about to see some things happen in the body of Christ I believe God's loosing the winds of heaven to blow and causing the enemy to hear the sound of the armies of heaven marching through the land. Just like the four lepers, they began to march in faith and suddenly, in just one day, everything turned around. And, you know, the prophet Elisha said, about this time tomorrow, everything's going to change. And it did. Sounded impossible. It was only impossible to those who didn't have eyes to see and didn't have ears to hear. But the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to the church. You know, that's what Jesus said. There are those that have ears, but they're not hearing. They have eyes, but they're not seeing. I'm telling you, the Spirit of God is about to do something. You need to have ears to hear and eyes to see what God is revealing to the church and saying to the church, abundance is coming now. The economy is going to shift Things are going to change now, and you're going to see your personal economy begin to shift and turn, and you're going to be blessed beyond blessed. Amen. Exceeding abundantly above all that you ask, think, or imagine. Imagine yourself, if you would. I I do this sometimes. I imagine myself giving people cars. I imagine myself writing checks to pay off uh, uh, loans for people. And, and you know what? We've seen all these things happen. Pastor Tracy and I, we've done these things. We've used our faith, exercised our faith, and seen the hand of God do miracles every single time. So again, I want to thank you for standing with us. I want to thank you for sowing into this ministry. And I want to thank you uh, for praying for us <clears throat> in and I want you to I want to encourage you to stop looking at what you don't have and start looking at the promises of God. Take action and receive that promise tonight. Amen. Amen. I believe God is going to bless you. 30, 60, 100 fold return on those who'll sow seeds. Amen. Those of you that want to give tonight and you're watching on on social media, there's a link in the comment section. You can click on that and you can give your offering that way. Uh, if you want to give by text, uh, the number for text giving is the number 84321. That's 84321. Just text any amount that you desire to the number 84321, 84321, and, uh, and, and you can give that way. If you prefer to mail in your offering, you know, sometimes people uh, want to mail in their offering because it's a sizable gift and they don't want to uh, do it electronically. Uh, you can mail your offering to LifePoint, L-I-F-E-P-O-I-N-T-E, or Marty Layton, P.O. Box 1822, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. That's Hendersonville, Tennessee, 30, 37077. 
And I want you to know it's greatly appreciated. And I believe God is going to bless you uh, for your sacred uh, gift when you give. Amen. Amen. If you want to give on our website, you can go to our website at lifepointchurch.cc. It's LifePoint. Remember, it has an E on the end, lifepointchurch.cc. Uh, there's a button that you can click on there and you can give that way. But I also want to encourage you to go to our prayer wall, uh, share your prayer requests with us. And I'm going to take those prayer requests before the Lord every day. Uh, doesn't matter what day of the week you send it. I'm going to take it that day, either morning, afternoon, or evening, the three times I pray. And uh, I'm going to bring that prayer request before the Lord, and I'm going to add my faith to your faith, and we're going to stand together. I'm going to decree the Word of God over your prayer request. I'm going to decree the mind of the Lord over your prayer request, and we're going to see God move mountains for you too. Amen? Amen. I believe uh, something powerful is happening at our church, Life Point Church. And so I want to invite you again Sunday at 4 p.m., to come out and, and do church with us. It's, it's, there's something there for the children. There's something there for teenagers. There's something there uh, for adults. There's something for everybody. Uh, and it's a powerful time. Sunday at 4 p.m., Life Point Church, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee, at 403 Walton Ferry Road. You don't want to miss it. That's this Sunday, 4 p.m., Life Point Church, 403 Walton Ferry Road in Hendersonville. And uh, we're so glad uh, that you keep us in your prayers and that you stand with us. I also want to extend a great big thank you to our sponsor, Mike Lindell. He's been sponsoring this broadcast for almost two years now. And uh, he's a continual blessing to this show. And, uh, you know, he, what he has done is he's set up a system of blessing where he offers great products at a great big discount, made in America right here, so you're blessing the homeland and uh, and blessing those that put their hand to work for the kingdom, right? Uh, and then part of the purchase price, he blesses Speak Life, and part of it goes into his uh, business to, to continue to operate. And so it's a win-win-win situation. I want to highly recommend the, the 2.0 MyPillow. Uh, it's incredible. You're going to love it. Uh, but you've got to use the promo code Marty, my first name, Marty. It's right there on the screen. And uh, it's MyPillow.com or even MyStore.com, which is where you buy the coffee. And uh, it's organic. Uh, there's no aftertaste. It's non-GMO. Uh, it's really excellent quality coffee. I love it. I drink it all the time. Uh, but there's a dedicated number you can call, place your order. Uh, numbers just for this audience. It's 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. Remember to use the promo code MARTY uh, to receive the deep discount. And it also causes a blessing to come back to us at the same time. And uh, I just want to thank you in advance uh, for doing that and for ordering. You're a blessing. Uh, we are are a a uh, offering driven ministry and so whatever you give it's tax tax deductible and so thank you for sowing towards us and and blessing us uh but it's again that's with the my pillow products it's a great opportunity to bless speak life and uh, to receive something great in return i also want to remind you that you can always watch the show live every friday night at 7 p.m on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble. And uh, please tell others uh, to tune in and help us out to grow the audience. Uh, and I, I want to say thank you personally to the many of you that actually repost uh, the broadcast. And so thank you again for doing that. It helps us to get it out further. And uh, that, uh, But again, you can see it live every Friday night right here at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and on Rumble. And we are expanding to other platforms. We've got more news coming on that uh, very soon. And so we'll help, uh, we hope to have that for you um, within the next couple of weeks. Amen. Uh, also, if you like podcasts, uh, this is actually a podcast also. So please check us out on iTunes, on Spotify, on Charisma Podcast Network, which is an amazing Christian Podcast Network. 
uh, wherever you go to podcasts. We're going to be there. Uh, But please take a moment and give us a five-star review. Uh, Also on social media, follow me on all the platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Truth, Getter, YouTube, Rumble, Instagram, Frank Social, Parlor, Telegram, uh, you name it, we're there. Uh, but look for at Marty Layton, at Marty Layton. Follow, uh, subscribe, do whatever the platform asks you to do. Uh, but thank you for helping support in that way. That All of that combined together uh, helps us in so many, many ways to continue to preach the gospel and to share the love of God and to encourage people in the prophetic anointing on their life as well. Amen. Proverbs eighteen twenty one declares the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And that's why I tell you, week after week, thank you for tuning in to Speak Life. But because of the power that's in our tongue, that prophetic anointing, remember always to speak life. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world. Thank you.